Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2020 is brought to you by the organizational team, Anne, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Shadowy conspiracies, ravening beasts, the cold embrace of the void. These are just some of the dangers awaiting those who stand between the innocent and the multitudes ready to destroy everything we believe in. And the way our heroes roll, whether in Warhammer 40,000, Delta Green, Numenera, or any number of other games we've tried, they'll probably encounter these dangers sooner rather than later. Join us at theredactedfiles.com. It's more like she's going to cut in front of you in the lunch line (laughs) and pretend nothing happened. (laughs) Writing Alchemy is a storytelling podcast that centers intersectional characters, including a fairy tale series that combines humor and magic with serious topics, and a tabletop role-playing series about the adventures of disabled and mentally diverse heroes. Check out Writing Alchemy at writingalchemy.net or subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, or Google Play. The Witchwood, an ancient forest filled with strange monsters and deadly hags. Three adventurers, Waylon. It really didn't stand a chance. <laughs> Palestra. I'm going to kind of sigh and go, I guess, and then follow them as quickly as I can. End day. So that's 61 damage to the ogre. And I say, oh, good boys, good boys. Are on a quest to reach the center of the wood and root out the evil that lies there. Find their adventures every Wednesday at workzone.com or wherever fine podcasts are found. Welcome to International Podcast Month. My name is Megan. I use she, her pronouns, and I am running a game of Thirsty Sword Lesbians, a game by April Kit Walsh that is in beta testing at the moment when we're recording this by Evil Hike Productions, but it should be coming out soon, I hope. It is a Powered by the Apocalypse game. And so everyone has a different playbook, and I will let the players all introduce themselves. So first we have Theron. Hi, I'm Theron. I use they, them, or she, her pronouns. I'm one of the co-creators of the Orc Zone, um, and we do a bunch of nerdy podcasts. You can check it out at orczone.com. And my character is called Gloria. They use they, them pronouns, um, and... To play them, I'm using the Beast playbook, which basically means I get to be a really cool uh, werewolf kind of character. I, When I get upset, I transform. And we have Toby. Hi, my name's Toby. I use she, her pronouns. Um, I work on the Writing Alchemy podcast, which is a mix of fairy tales and uh, real play games where we have disabled people playing disabled heroes in role-playing games. Uh, It's very fun. You should check it out. Uh, I also want to let people know that um, I'm an author and an editor, and I'm working on a new anthology or two new anthologies 
uh, for my Nerve Endings, the new trans erotic series. And there's an open call for submissions. If anyone is interested in uh, submitting a story, you can go to tobyhillmeyer.com and see that there. Uh, For this game, I am playing Isadora, uh, who uses she, her pronouns, and I'm using the devoted playbook, which uh, basically means that my character is uh, devoted to a cause, uh, which in this case is Galadia's social justice knitting circle, and that she is so devoted to this cause uh, that she often has difficulty advocating for her own needs or taking self-care and the central conflict for her character is uh, the needs of her cause, her devotion, and uh, her own needs. And we have Palomi. Hey everyone, I'm Palomi. I use she, her pronouns and I play Kieran Rao on Courier's Call. Um, I believe we're finishing up season one, so you should definitely go give it a listen. It is an all-ages podcast, so you can enjoy it with friends and family. I I, I put a cap on my cursing just for you. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to be playing Cassie today. Uh, She uses she, her pronouns. And I'm using the Seeker playbook. Um, The Seeker comes from a toxic society, uh, but found a new community or um, a found family, which is always a good trope for me. Um, So I'm really excited about this one. It feels close to heart. So as I already said, I'm Megan. I will be running this game. I am a co-founder of the Redacted Files podcast, which has slowly become the Redacted Files podcast network. We do a lot of games in a lot of systems. And as part of that, I run a, a long-running Numenera campaign on the Amberclave. And we recently added Firefly podcast where we play Firefly. And we'll have links for all of our projects in the show notes. For thir- Thirsty Sword Lesbians, uh, we play as uh, sword lesbians who are thirsty. Um, <laughs> or not necessarily thirsty. Maybe thirsty in different ways. Um, but our group is going to be using the uh, scenario outlined for gal paladins. So they are a team of sword lesbians sworn to the goddess Galadia. And as gal paladins, their holy duty is to protect the love and well-being of all those of marginalized genders. And so you all live in a small town that is centered around this huge library. It is a sort of library of Alexandria, sort of a lighthouse or tower where any written knowledge can be found. So... um, When somebody writes a book, a copy appears on the new arrival shelf, and the priestesses there help keep all of that knowledge available and uh, accessible and uh, well-organized for the community. Does anyone else want to share anything about uh, the library, the great library? I do believe that one of my favorite questions with the whole world building was what about the library makes it a great place to have a sword fight. <laughs> and I think we said that the um, the lighthouse, the light level of the lighthouse uh, is a pretty cinematic place to have a sword fight because of this big rotating dish that's lit up. Yeah, the there's like a mirror that is magically suspended and turns in the air. 
It's very cool. <laughs> that remains my favorite RPG question. In the I know. Board. It should be in every game. <laughs> Always ask the question, why is this place cool to have a fight? <laughs> I'll also add that um, one of my favorite things is that we have an artificial intelligence who helps run the library, uh, who's named Lux, and uh, is able to read and understand all of the books that come into the library, which means that they kind of have all of the written knowledge of the world without necessarily understanding the context for all of it, Mm -hmm. Uh, which we'll see how that turns out, but it could uh, potentially have a lot of uh, interesting confusion. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we are going to open um, with everyone sitting in the base level of the library working or reading or why don't you each tell me what you're doing as we we open up on this sort of warm cozy fall afternoon well isadora is uh in the middle of knitting and does not look like she has slept very well for a while she's in the process of uh, making a small hat, uh, smaller than you would expect for a human, and uh, and actually has a pile of, of like eight other small hats beside her as uh, this, this knitting grows larger and larger. I think uh, Cassie is checking over her equipment and uh, sharpening blades that need sharpening, uh, polishing armor that needs polishing, and generally fan servicing for all those <laughs> people who love buff girls. <laughs> I love buff girls. <laughs> Is there like a, a a little gym in the base room of the library or a training room? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, I like the idea of there being like weight machines, but also like people who are practicing dueling and stuff. I like thinking it's this sort of open, uh, like open to the elements area maybe it's partitioned by archways and stuff so that there's a, a cross breeze that can come through but it it's better than having it closed off got to keep that place ventilated <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially since there's no air conditioning you need that breeze yeah exactly um i think that gloria is probably a bit out of sorts today, sort of wandering around, not sure what to do with themselves. So like maybe spend a little time working out, maybe go over and sit with Isadora for a little while and try and figure out knitting, but get my fingers all tangled up and and get frustrated with it and go find something else to do. So sort of wandering the area. Have these hats gotten like increasingly less complicated? So like (laughs) at first there was cabling and changing colors and now they're just... Yeah, that's right. Um, None of the hats that you're seeing right now are very complicated at all. But um, you've been around for the past couple of weeks and you remember seeing a few really interesting, unique hats coming together. These are actually looking less and and less uh, good quality. Um, A few of them um, it's not just a lack of uh, special things on or, or features, but just that they are uh, pretty, I guess, threadbare um, or thin. Got down to the fingering yarn. <laughs> yeah. 
And I like, um, I like how the hats sort of reflect how you're feeling about the project. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so as you are all working, uh, the door of the library swings open and you see a woman um, who's in sort of a more length black dress, high collar with long sleeves. It's a little too warm looking for the weather and like awkwardly like tight around the neck and the arms. Uh, And you can tell by her dress that she is the priestess of the goddess of Repressia. Uh, Followers of Repressia don't show up in um, your town or especially your library that often because they find um, a lot of the freedom and celebration inherent there to be offensive. Mm. She looks around and says, I know you probably don't have reason to help me, but we need help. What's going on? There's a, a new goddess. Well, I'm I'm from, I'm Sister Denial. I'm from Muddy River. And there's a new goddess there. She's changing everything in the town and it's it's falling apart. I know we don't we don't see eye to eye, but we need we need protection from her. Just uh, like an actual like uh, um, goddess is is just coming to your town now. Yes, <laughs> she calls herself Vanilla. I, I haven't heard of that one. Neither had we. What is she doing specifically? Well, I understand this doesn't um, seem entirely threatening, but she is um, blessing the mud of the town so we can sell it as a beauty product and. It's really changing all the economics in town, bringing in the people, turning them from repressia as the people begin to follow her instead. Ah, I think uh, Cassie's going to sort of lean back and see what the other two do. Gloria <laughs> <laughs> um, has like a quizzical look on their face um, because they don't necessarily see what's wrong with another goddess, but is interested in this like concept of a new goddess just busting into a town and selling a bunch of mud. <laughs> so just sort of standing in the background and looking, but obviously like raring to go. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not putting down my knitting yet, but, but I, I have more questions. Uh, and I want to ask, wait, so um, you're saying that the people of the town are being um, brainwashed and they're not able to make decisions for themselves as they're being forced into this? They're being overwhelmed by greed. It's the only thing they're thinking of now. The money that they can get from selling this mud, but it's ruining, it's ruining the river, it's ruining the town, and more importantly, ruining the church. Okay, so you're, you're losing followers and they're exploiting the environmental resources yes huh yeah that's you know not not great not ideal no it sounds bad i would say (laughs) (laughs) so so this goddess vanilla like has anyone asked her what's going on or if it will maybe ask her to leave or not do that you know i think i might be able to answer this one for you, sister, um, it seems like they might be afraid to. Well, 
we don't want to hear her blasphemy. Right. Something like that. <laughs> Wait, you, 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 you don't want to hear what she has to say? Yes, exactly. But this is a new goddess that has like a completely new religion and you, you don't even know what it is? We have repressia. We don't, we don't need anything else. We know that we're right. Huh. I want to hear more about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, you know, guarantee that we'll, we'll do what you want us to do, but you've piqued my interest. I kind of want to go find out what this is about. I can agree to a conversation at least. I can agree to beating up some people who are destroying your environment. <laughs> Wonderful. Excellent. That's just what we need. Can you leave now? Uh, yeah. Can you guide us on the way? Of course. Yes. Okay. I, I'll need a. I'll need at least a, a, a few minutes to to pack up some things, but we can go right away. <laughs> Thank you. So I'm going to gather all of my um, knitting, knitting supplies, and I actually have an entire uh, second pack specifically for yarn, and <laughs> um, and I've got it set up so that uh, the yarn can come out of the pack as I tug on it so that I can keep knitting as we walk. <laughs> My sister has one of those. She <laughs> <laughs> used to knit at work. <laughs> I think uh, Cassie kind of does that thing where she makes sure she has all of her armor on her and kind of like pats her, her chest and her torso and looks around just to make sure she's not missing anything and just kind of shrugs and is like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, I do some things and I basically pull my sword out of its sheath and like test to make sure the tip of it is still pointy and chuck on my thumb when it when it does like draw blood, put it back in and I'm good to go too. Um, she will have left the library after um, convincing you to leave and is mm-hmm. waiting outside next to her horse. I'm going to be honest. I think uh, Cassie's kind of addressing the other two uh, out of earshot. <laughs> pretty excited to meet a new goddess i don't i didn't know that that was i thought we knew everything i guess um well maybe it's really new we could ask lux about it before we go that might be a good idea yeah we should definitely check in to see if there's any written holy books or anything like that let's do it i mean she has to have at least like a a a brochure or a pamphlet right (laughs) one would think so we go to Lux. So I'm just going to say, uh, uh, okay, Lux. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say a peeper clip appears and it says, it appears you're about to go on a quest. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I'm going to ask, uh, are, are there any writings about the goddess Vanilla? Uh, so when you say Lux's name, there is a, a a spot of light, like a small orb that uh, forms in front of you, and it sort of glows and pulses as it thinks. And then um, when it has an answer, um, it uh, glows warmly and says, Yes, I found one record. It is a brochure about the... Restoring properties of vanilla mud. Uh, what are the restoring properties of vanilla mud? It cures uh, skill ailments and um, increases wealth. 
Does the brochure have any details about the goddess specifically? Uh, Just about how she cares for the people who follow her and helps them build build small businesses of their own. Oh, that that sounds kind of nice. That sounds yeah, pretty um good actually. No, no, it feels like there's got to be a catch. Oh, that's true. There might be. We gotta definitely remember the source. Like, it's not if it's not like there's any brochures that are anti-vanilla that we can read. <laughs> Anyone else have any questions about this brochure? Um, I can't think of any. No, in all honesty, me either. If it doesn't have information about the goddess, I don't need like the health benefits of this mud. Who who published the brochure? Mm. Who who wrote the brochure? It appears to be from uh, Muddy River Press. <laughs> okay. And when was it published? The first copy uh, came to us two weeks ago. All right. So this is pretty new. <laughs> yeah. It's possible that the catch hasn't revealed itself yet. Let's go meet her. That yeah. sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so Sister Denial is outside. She uh, is sort of as far away from the library doors as she can, but in still inside the, the walls surrounding it. I think whenever Cassie's like close enough to the horse, uh, she sort of pats it um, on the chest uh, and faces Sister Denial. I think we are ready to go. And then uh, kind of like lightly taps the horse on the rump and starts walking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at first, it seems to be sn- sniffing you to see if you have carrots, but uh, when you tap it to go, it will uh, take off. Not at a pe- at a run, but just sort of walking along with you. How long of a walk is it to Muddy Creek? It's about um, an hour or two. It's not that far away. Cool. The autumn leaves are changing color in the forest as you go through... Um, the day is warm but not hot. Yeah, it's a, a pleasant journey. Um, Sister Denial seems torn between talking to you to be polite and then saving her soul by not conversing with dangerous <laughs> ideas. But um... I want to actually ask her questions like pretty much the whole time because I haven't had a chance to, to talk directly with a follower of Repressia. And and so I'm just going to be asking, what's it like? And why did you choose to come to us? And are people happy? And uh, and all, all of those kinds of things for the entire hour and a half. <laughs> Especially after a few minutes of like, she doesn't want to hear anything from us. We, we end up asking questions like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if she doesn't want to hear us talk about <laughs> our goddess, we'll ask her about her goddess. <laughs> I think uh, Cassie is very specifically not asking any questions, um, and not and not so much like respecting the boundary as like it just doesn't feel natural for her yet to be that curious. That makes sense. She, will. she might be having a conversation with the horse, actually. <laughs> <laughs> About it, the landscape. <laughs> it still wants to know if you have carrots. <laughs> or maybe an apple. 
Uh, Cassie will grab an apple from a nearby tree. It's apple season, right? At the yeah. autumn. Mm-hmm. I think after a bit of snuffling, uh, Cassie will go off and find a, a, a bushel of apples and, and come back with a few, an armful of them. <laughs> It'd be the best walk ever for this horse. <laughs> <laughs> this horse loves it. Uh, uh, Sister Denial will tell you, Isadora, that she came to you um, because the Archdeaconess of the Church doesn't think it would be right for the sisters to fight Vanilla. And uh, they knew that um, their interactions with other nearby um, orders for other gods and goddesses have uh, made them less welcome than one would hope. And that they knew that Galadia would be the goddess who'd be most likely to offer assistance, even if she didn't agree with um, Repressia. Plus, you were really close. (laughs) Well, I'm glad to know that you know some things about our religion. It can be very useful to to keep an open mind and to uh, value hearing from all perspectives because otherwise uh, things might be closed off and we wouldn't have opportunities like this. I I think I think you just spoke heresy to her. <laughs> Wait, what? Flabbergasted. <laughs> no, I I um I, I'm like just suddenly um, aghast with myself, and I, I'm like, uh, oh I didn't I didn't realize um, I'm I'm so sorry I didn't mean to and and kind of just stumbling over my my tongue. Um, that's a nice hat you're working on. <laughs> um, would would you like one? I'm doing a fundraiser. We're selling hats for for pets and familiars to to raise funds right now. Uh, sure. Yes. Uh, just just tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So um, I don't know if you heard, but uh, in, in the Valley of Talendalev, there was a fire that kind of burnt down most of their crops this year, and uh, and so they're having a hard time uh, getting all of the imports that they need. And it just so happens that there is a cooperative of small farmers that just uh, um, started up a year or two ago after being refugees from another far off land. And so we are raising funds to be able to support the local farmers and purchase their their crops to, to then deliver to Tilendalev. And I have already received 8,000 orders, which is a little <laughs> overwhelming right now. Um, there was going to be 12 of us all working on these hats together, but uh, after we got so many orders, um, a lot of people just kind of knitted about 20 or 30 hats and gave up. And so now it's it's really just me and Sister Sophia. This is my 478th hat right here. And Sister Sophia has 125. So between the two of us, we are almost one-tenth of the way there. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, we've been helping too. We've been praying for them. Oh, great! And what what did uh, what did you do with your your prayers? I think I start laughing so loud that I need to mark a point in feral. <laughs> <laughs> 
so so have you been like um praying to to raise awareness or or holding big rituals or or what what does what does it mean when you say that you're you're praying to help folks oh we just mention it when we uh, call for prayers at church oh okay might i say sister that was a masterful subject change oh yes that's right you changed the subject um okay well i can just keep talking about knitting or um i i just i you know you gotta make sure everyone's getting along um i i certainly would be happy to put in an order for a hat oh that would be lovely um i will let me let me set this down for a second i need to get out my order book and um okay here you go ah so I imagine it probably goes along with that, like that more or less for the the rest of the hour and the half. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably able to finish one and, and, and get most of the way through a second hat. That's progress. You're walking too, so it's multitasking. <laughs> Put it on the job apps. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things that, that we always say in, in Galatia's social justice knitting circle is that the work must get done. And, and so that's what I'm doing, even when there's other things that, that are happening. I think Cassie f- smiles like with a mixture of fondness and concern <laughs> <laughs> and pats the horse to hide it. <laughs> All right. As you start getting closer to Muddy River, you hear uh, shouting. Um, coming from the river area. Um, I rush forward to check it out. I will follow after. Yes. You see uh, the people who appeared to have been digging up the mud. There's uh, piles of oysters uh, on the shore of the river as well. But they are now fleeing from lobsters of unusual size. (laughs) <laughs> which seem to uh, have been disturbed by their digging and are now attacking. What would you like to do? I I want to transform into my beast form and attack the lobsters. Ooh. So All right. I sort of shake myself, um, and as I'm shaking, I get on. I get all of these like bear-like qualities like I get these long claws and my fur and my hair gets sort of shaggy fur looking and I take a sort of hunched over posture and I run at uh, the nearest of these lobsters of unusual size (laughs) (laughs) I believe you are going to roll plus daring for for my attack oh boy five all right so the attack what do they call a failure again? Um, a downbeat? Yeah, a downbeat. As you uh, move through the waters towards these lobsters, because you're, you're needing to uh, cross the river, you don't know very much about them, and so you are surprised as one of them attacks suddenly from below. Um <laughs> They're stealthy and they burrow into the the muddy walls of the river. And so um, they are pinching pinching at your legs, which staggers you. You don't have any conditions marked, Mm -hmm. so you can uh, 
choose to lash out at someone whose regard matters to you, provoke them to do something foolish or harmful, or take advantage of a string you hold on them if applicable. Um, you can hesitate or stumble and the opposition gains an opportunity, or you can grin and bear the blow, but mark two conditions. Okay, I actually think I'm going to grin and bear it, and I'm going to mark angry um, and... In- Hold on a second, I'm going to use um, one of my oh. playbook moves, which okay. is fanatical self-sacrifice. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and so what I'm going to do is uh, is is as, as I like am watching you charge forward, I see the lobster under the mud right as it's about to charge at you. And I kind of like throw myself into the way and I'm pushing you out of the way which, which allows me to uh, uh, mark a condition in order to prevent one from being inflicted on you. But I can only do that for one of them, so we're both going to mark a condition. And then I will also mark an experience point. I'm also going to become angry for my condition as well. <laughs> All right. Honestly, I think I'm just going to charge forward also as well. Do some slashy stabbies. All right. Is this in? Um, does this align with your um, commandments for your tradition? I made a, a few of them for myself. Everyone has a single role to play. Every role has its responsibilities, and everyone must maintain their individual responsibilities. And I think my role in this group is to <laughs> is hero support. <laughs> so we're staying aligned with that. Perfect. Yes. Um, what? Do you want to roll fight? Yeah. Alright. 2d6s. Uh, that goes off of Daring. Uh, yes. Hey. Uh, that's 9, 10, 11. Alright, very nice. Um, so you get to pick three of these, uh, gain a string on the opponent, inflict a condition, create an opportunity for an ally, or take something from the opponent. Um... I am going to... I get to choose three, you said? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take something from the opposition. Uh, definitely want to create an opportunity. And what was the last option? You can gain a string or inflict a condition or the other two. I'd recommend um, the conditions because that's uh, basically their health. Yeah, let's inflict a condition. All right. So uh, what does it look like as you run into um, assist Gloria. So, uh, Gloria got knocked back a little bit, correct? Uh, yeah, and the water underneath her is swarming. So, I think in the space that that they're knocked backwards, Cassie kind of comes in, uh, sword held uh, in front of her and starts to stomp on the swarming and kind of like beat back whatever lobster of unusual size is advancing. (laughs) (laughs) I think the, I I like the idea that the opportunity is that the swarming is like, oh, which one? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And what are you taking from them? If this is okay with everyone, I think I might hack off a lobster claw. That works for me. That works for me too. That's dinner. Well, yeah, you're set. <laughs> so, so I'm in the midst of all of this happening and um, now pretty angry, but also realizing um, how dangerous this mud could be to my knitting. Um, oh. 
and uh, and and so uh, this this definitely feels like a major major threat. And I'm going to tuck my knitting into a pocket and uh, and draw my sword to join in the fight. I'm gonna roll my dice here. I have plus one on daring, and that gives me a total of eight. So you get to choose two from that list. Um, and I suppose I should say, uh, for Cassie, they got to put one on you, pick one of those to apply to you. I like the idea that it clamped onto the journal, because I don't think Cassie got a, a travel bag. <laughs> okay, it's it's clamped onto your journal, um, trying to take that. It wants to read this. It's just incredibly rude. <laughs> uh, even though, <laughs> no thoughts, mind empty. <laughs> So I am going to um, inflict a condition and also uh, create an opportunity for an ally. And let me first ask, um, all of the people who were here when we got here, are any of them still in the river and the mud? There's one or two that are using um, their shovels to beat at the lobsters to push them back, but they, they seem to know what they're doing. Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, I'm going to create an opportunity by kind of um, pushing back or becoming a distraction for some of these these lobsters of unusual size so that an ally, whether it's an NPC or one of the other player characters, will have the ability to, to move backward and just kind of fall back because I feel like if we could fall back and get everyone out of the mud then either the lobsters would just go away or if they followed us then they would lose the advantage of the terrain. All right. So we've we've gotten to hit the lobster a couple of times and inflict a couple of conditions. Like is it is it slowing down? Is it backing off? Is it getting more angry or there seems to be a sort of bluish blood that is coming to the surface as the lobsters are getting cut up and uh, are leaving. There are still a few fighting Gloria as you continue to swat down at them. I'm full out feral and also angry. So I think I'm basically just shouting at and like throwing if I can uh, and punching as many lobsters as I can get in my hand on. <laughs> All right, roll. Um, probably fight again. Yeah. Ooh, 13. Ooh. All right. First, tell me um, what three you want to apply to them. Okay, uh, I want to inflict a condition. Do I choose a condition, or is it just... It's just inflicting a condition, because they don't have the same sort of list. Okay, so I'll inflict a condition. I want to create an opportunity by throwing them around, basically, like to either make a path to get out of the way, uh, or to get them in somebody's way, if they want to skewer them on the sword, sort of make it snap decision on that as I'm looking around Mm -hmm. Um, and I will also take something from the opponent by tearing one apart lobster tail lobster tail yeah we're gonna have (laughs) a really nice snack after (laughs) (laughs) all right so with that condition um, the lobsters are going to retreat their chance for an easy meal um, defeated all right, so uh, you are standing in the 
the river with a feral pal as the the last remaining members of the town are sort of hauling the buckets of mud and oysters away. Uh, they are murmuring their thanks, but they also want to avoid that giant um, bear <laughs> thing. Because um, you don't look exactly like a bear, right? Right. Sort of a bear thing is a very accurate <laughs> description. <laughs> uh, Gloria? Do, do you I, I like, look at you <laughs> and, and I'm scowling a little bit. Um, I'll sheathe my sword and kind of hold my hands up and like approach slowly. <laughs> I I can um kind of jump up and and be like oh oh she she does this all the time and mm-hmm. I come over to to Gloria and um and uh and and I'm going to to try to offer some emotional support with my special playbook move to lay hands on assuming you don't um intervene or or push away me um trying to to get. A, a nonverbal consent to lay hands on. No, I would, I would gladly accept that and sort of like take a few deep breaths. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna, you know, uh, talk a little bit about how like that was pretty upsetting and, uh, and I get it. I'm pretty angry too, but I want to let you know what I do when I'm angry. And I think about, the power of Galadia's social justice knitting circle mm-hmm. that I can help so many other people by doing something that I love. And uh, you, you know what they, they say, if you are doing something that you love, that it, it doesn't really count as work. And so uh, I can uh, help many other people and remembering that uh, really makes me feel better about myself. And I hope that that is something that uh, you can help feel better about yourself too. As you're talking, um, I like slowly start transforming back into my normal human form. And I have this like kind of bittersweet or sad look on my face. And I just say, you work too hard, but thank you. Okay. So a couple of things are going to happen here. First, I have to, um, I have to roll to, to provide emotional support mm-hmm. and I'm going to uh, roll plus soul which ends up being nine you get to to choose uh well first of all my lay hands on ability will heal your physical ailments but then the emotional support you can choose to either clear a condition mark xp or take one forward i will i kind of i kind of feel like the angry is good for me um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to take one forward. Cool. And so uh, the other part of this is I, I told you how my devotion sustains you, and then you can either validate my devotion or criticize it. And, um, and if, if you validate it, then um, you would gain XP. But since you criticized it, I get a string on you instead. Okay. <laughs> is a... Uh... Sister Denial still around? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, she is still sort of on the forest edge <laughs> as as Gloria starts assuming her more normal form. She will cautiously. Well, she's gotten off the horse. She doesn't want it to bolt, but she'll uh, cautiously lead it towards you. 
That was very brave. Thank you. Do you normally experience lobsters of unusual size, or is this a in the past two weeks thing? Um, well, they've always been here. Um, it's just since you've been digging up so much mud, they seem to be attacking more often. Oh, not good for the lobsters. I think Cassie says that to the other two. Not when I'm around. Are you still holding on to the lobster tail? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a tail in one hand and a claw in the other. I think Cassie <laughs> takes a look at those. I could eat. I think, I mean, yeah, I, I always get really hungry after that, but we should probably take care of stuff first. Right. No, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, as you uh, discuss this, a, a woman sort of emerges from the town. She's wearing lots of vibrant colors, which really makes her stand out from the followers of Repressia. She almost looks like she's floating, but it's she's she has her feet on the ground and um, a like scent of vanilla uh, follows her as she beams uh, typically down on you and says, Welcome to Muddy River. I'm so glad you have come to, to aid us. Are you interested in following my new way? Uh, we might need more information. information. <laughs> so, um, am I to take it that we are in the company of, of the goddess Vanilla? Yes, yes. Yes, we have we have heard from you from well not so far away, but uh, we have come to to learn more about your practices and uh, your your traditions. I can see that you you follow Galadia. For too long, the people of this land have been forced to choose between extremes: the joyless Repressia and the flagrant Galadia, and. I have descended from my cloud garden to show the people a new way, a way of simple joys and clearer skin. Wow. You So so you've been in a cloud garden up until now? Yes. Is, is that like actually in the sky or, or what? what is it like to live in clouds? It's in a place that is too hard for the human mind to comprehend, but it is a... a beautiful place to live. Sounds like you could uh, probably inspire some poets. Well, I, I wouldn't turn them down. If you wish to write poetry about me, you're welcome to. And um, and so, so uh, what, what have you been doing to address the lobster problem? <laughs> <laughs> been praying for my followers that they can find the strength within themselves to to deal with the attackers, the uh, enemies of their good fortune. Oh, so so when you say that you, you want to like present an option that is halfway between Repressia and Galadia, then, then, then one of the things you're talking about is is, is borrowing that, that the prayer thing from Repressia. Mm-hmm. Where, where you don't do anything, but just uh, wish that things change. Well, I, en- I enable my followers to change. I'm How does it one work of my... you're the goddess and you are praying? <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, are you praying to another deity? She 
she frowns for a moment and then says, it's it's more about a energy, an aura that I'm spreading through the followers. I'm just putting in terms that are easier for you to understand. Oh, okay. I was like borderline gonna give Vanilla a string on me right off because she smells pretty, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that uh, kind of like ruined it. Like the implication that we are too foolish or too stupid to understand her way. I would like to figure out a person or a yeah. goddess in this case. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Um. Okay. Not bad. Nine. So they give you a list of questions you can ask. You can ask two, but I get to ask one of you. Okay. Um, I kind of like the idea that Cassie's kind of hanging back and letting Isadora have this conversation with Vanilla um, Mm -hmm. and is sort of studying in the background. I guess my number one question is, what do you hope to get from this town? And... What are your feelings towards uh, lawfulness, I guess? The lawfulness of your followers? Like, I I guess I'm just sort of trying to get a read on uh, if she bears any similarity to the authority that I am used to from my homeland. All right. Um, So these are... These aren't questions that you are asking her directly. Um, It's more of a... Yeah. uh, Yeah. I just want to clarify because I'm not going to have her vocally answer you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For the first question, what do you hope to get from this? Um, You notice as she is floating out um, towards you that she seems more concerned about the people bringing in the pearl oysters than the people bringing in the mud. Oh, I like that. Like, she is stopping to check on those people specifically, or... And what they're carrying. Um, yeah, I like that. I think that answers both of those questions, honestly. Yeah. It's not even as much that she's checking on the people. She's mostly checking on the, the oysters. Gotcha. Cool. You get to ask one question of me. What do you love most? Ooh. I think I love... Galadia the most and and kind of her order because it has brought me independence that I did not have otherwise and so I I, I think maybe even more than Galadia I, I love my independence very much my newfound independence so her her brow sort of crinkles as she takes that in um, and uh, tries to figure out how to use that in her plans I think this this nonverbal conversation like ends with Cassie um, crossing her arms over her chest and sort of subtly giving uh, Vanilla the stink eye. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, welcome to Muddy River. While you're here, I do hope you take time to learn about the opportunities we have to benefit from the distribution of vanilla mud uh, wait why do you call it vanilla mud I, and i like look at myself completely covered in this mud it, it doesn't smell it doesn't smell like vanilla like you smell amazing but the mud is just it's just mud <laughs> well that's because that mud hasn't been blessed by me yet 
I see. This is really an opportunity to get in on the ground floor. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And pyramid scheme. (laughs) I feel so silly for not realizing it would be a pyramid scheme until now. So um, with with these opportunities, like what what are your your long term plans for Muddy River? Like what what what's your what's your vision? What's your your mission? What's your goal statement? I think first we look to change Muddy River to make it in a a place of these more simple joys. And as my message and love spreads through the town, and people are able to bless the mud on their own, I will just move on to the next town that needs me. You said bless the mud on their own? Yes. When you've reached a truly higher level of uh, <laughs> my followers, you will gain the ability to, to make your own blessed mud. And so when you bless the mud, it, it smells like vanilla? Um, you have to do a little bit of post-processing as well, but yes. Okay. Well, huh. I don't know if there's anything for us to do here. <laughs> well, I don't, it depends. It depends. Like if, if people here, if not everybody here is interested in following your new religion, you're just going to leave them alone. Right. We won't force them to uh, take part, but they, they might be happier somewhere else. Oh, I don't like that. Wait. So people who, who don't, follow your opportunities with the mud will be happier leaving their hometown? Yes, I, there's plenty of other towns around here that still follow Repressia. I mean, there's one uh, just five days travel from here. But why can't they follow whoever they want and also live in a town where someone is selling mud? Well, I'm not saying they can't. It's just that they they will be happier not being here. That's awfully bold of you to assume. Well, uh, I'm a goddess, so it's not assuming. <laughs> I I know, um, and you're welcome to stay to to learn more about the opportunities here. But if you aren't interested, then I'm afraid we're going to have to ask you to move on. Okay, well, um, I assume there's like an inn or something we could maybe um, set up from our, our travels, clean off some of the mud. That That's not blasphemous, is it? No, no, it hasn't oh, been okay. blessed yet. All right, cool. We can we can clean off some of the mud and, and maybe um, cook cook this lobster tail and, and um, <laughs> recuperate a little bit while as we as we uh, stick around to learn more about these these fascinating opportunities uh quick question before we head off is there somewhere i could pick up a brochure on all of this yes at my temple right that makes sense let's go ahead there first she will attempt another beneficent smile it maybe isn't quite as um (laughs) happy as her earlier smiles as she has deduced you may be a problem Potential issue. <laughs> um, well, I would like to uh, check in just a second with everyone because uh, I think I need to go use the bathroom break. Yeah, I could use a bathroom break. All right. Uh, and for checking in, you get a mark XP. <laughs> All right. I think we were going, unless we don't want to, um, we're going to the temple first just to okay. 
cruise by that uh, brochure maker. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the uh, temple for Vanilla is right next to the much more stoic temple for Repressia. Um, and it seems to almost be like ivy growing over it, like spreading into it as there's these big colorful banners um, and uh, there's bunting and all kinds of other colorful stuff that is just making the temple uh, to repress you fade into the background. Oh. Um, There is outside a couple different booths of people selling vanilla mud. (laughs) All of them are eager to either sell to you or to get you to sign up for an opportunity to own your own business and uh, make money for yourself. I love this pyramid scheme so much. <laughs> so I'm, I, I want to I want to sample the mud. Does it smell like vanilla? Yeah, maybe a little. Not really. <laughs> like you can maybe catch a few hints of vanilla. I'm also going to ask them where this temple came from. I'm going to say, so uh, did did you all like build this in the past two weeks, or or was it like a a, a bread factory, or or where, where how how'd you get this all set up? Oh, it was one of the outbuildings for the uh, other temple there, but um, they didn't need it as much anymore, so we just converted it into something the community actually wanted. Oh, they they donated it to you. That's really nice. Um, well, they just didn't need it anymore. <laughs> huh. Is, is, is our um, sister Denial still around? You can see her glowering at the people from the, the other temple. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to step back and, and be like, Hey, so um, this used to be a part of, of your temple. What, what happened? The... People of the town thought we weren't using the building in a helpful manner and decided to convert it to that. Is that how property laws work here? Like the people of the town can just decide that they want your property? The the church here is paid for by the people. And so uh, we've always treated it as, as belonging to everyone. It was for weddings and um, receptions. Oh, but, but like... If they, if someone was getting married and and they were a devotee to another deity, they they could still rent it out for weddings. Oh no, they they'd probably feel better um, just finding a temple to the deity they follow. You know, I'm beginning to wonder how different you and and Vanilla are. There seems to be a lot of overlap in your beliefs. That, no, I don't think so. Okay, well. I am still learning quite a lot about both Repressia and Vanilla. And we'll be happy to teach you more anytime. <laughs> that sounds great. Thanks for, for being so open to outsiders. Frowns <laughs> okay. because that doesn't quite make sense to her. Is there um, anyone out here that's like passing out brochures that I could talk to? Uh, yes. Uh, there is a young man... He's dressed in the same sort of vibrant clothes uh, and is handing out brochures. He currently has a uh, mud mask on 
uh, to show how it works. Um, and uh, <laughs> smiles as you approach the mud cracking as he does. I I think my approach slows slightly. <laughs> um, and I greet him and I say, so do you make these brochures? Do you know who wrote them? Uh, well, uh, the goddess told us what should be in them, but uh, the sister uh, Purity, uh, who runs the print shop, is the one who's been printing them off. She made sure that typeface looked um, acceptable and everything. Sister Purity, as in a f- sister of Repressia? Well, just uh, a sister in general. She she doesn't belong to, to that order. Good to know. Could you Tell me a about how Vanilla came to this town. I'm sure it was wonderful. It was. It was a rainy day. Um, the water's pouring from the sky. And as the clouds broke and a rainbow appeared, she came down the road, her robes untouched by the rain. And she told us that she had come to bring us a message. And of course, we foolishly didn't want to listen to her at first. But the the more she spoke, the more we began to realize she was right. Um, that that there, were, there was a better way to live, something that wasn't so uh, limiting. And she just gave us a way to uh, not be dependent on the church anymore. That's pretty cool. So were you following Repressia um, just two weeks ago? Uh, yeah. Wow. And and that was like a central tenet of your belief system was to like not listen to other religions. And then you like did re- listen to another religion. And wow, so many people must be just having such an upheaval of of the core parts of your lives right now. Well, it's just... <laughs> it's not like um, Repressia has ever come to talk to us. It's just Vanilla cares enough to, to come and teach us in person. Uh, I would like to use a move. It's a silly tourist. When you figure out a person by playing the fool, you may ask an extra question, even on a six minus. Additionally, if you defy danger by playing the fool, you may ask a question mm-hmm. from the following list. I think, um, I think I'm having a conversation with this particular guy um so i am trying to figure him out Ooh, not bad 11 haha i don't think i think these questions are a little bit abstract i think i i find a way to ask this in a non-confrontational mm-hmm. or threatening way but uh one of the questions i definitely want to ask is what is in the most danger here mm-hmm. or whomst um so as you're talking to him he does express that he's going to be following Vanilla whenever she uh, plans to move on. And um, from what you've seen and how he's talking, you begin to get the impression that um, the the mining of the mud and uh, therefore the oysters um, is doing a lot of ecological damage to the river and Muddy River might um, not be able to survive. Uh, collapses in the river like it might get flooded or um, so wide that it sort of dries out a bit oh I see but the 
the town is sort of dependent on the river as it is, and it's just being very quickly destroyed. Gotcha. It says I can hold it on a on a ten plus. I can hold a question for later mm-hmm. in the scene. I, I think I know what I want that question to be. Uh, how is vanilla vulnerable to me? <laughs> but I, th- I I like the idea that it comes up later. Okay. Because I feel like asking that outright or even in a in a hidden way would be danger. <laughs> Yeah, I think just as a a vague, non-specific answer to that question is, you have dealt with charlatans before, con men, mm. so you have some experience knowing how they act. Cool. So one of the things that Vanilla told us herself is that she is praying that her followers will have restraint and not take too much mud from the river. Is is that a message that that you're spreading throughout? the the followers of vanilla well yes because uh as as more and more people hear the message um there's more and more people mining for the mud which has uh led to the uh lobsters of unusual size being uh awoken but if we all just encourage each other to show restraint (laughs) then it should be fine. Have you thought of setting any kind of limits or maybe like a cap and trade system? Well, for others, yeah, I know that I'm taking what is fair. And so it might be better to regulate the others just to make sure that they're doing what's fair. But I don't think we really need a system in place. What is a fair amount of of mud to take from the river? It's usually... um, 10 to 12 buckets, you know, what I can carry away. And and is that like 10 to 12 buckets a day or like ever? Uh, like a day. A day, okay. And how many people are, are mining the river right now? Um, well, it sort of depends. Some people aren't quite as active. Their, their faith just isn't as strong. But I think, um, I don't know, about 50 of us. Huh, okay. So 50 people each taking... Uh, 10 buckets a day and a bucket has about five gallons. That's, it's about 2,500 gallons uh, a day or after a month would be like 75,000 gallons of mud. Well, not like we're going to run out of mud. There's dirt and there's the water. So Uh, I'm, I'm going to sort of give a big huff and walk away at this point to avoid going feral again, because none of this is making (laughs) sense to me. Like, and now that you've brought math into it, especially I'm getting frustrated by it. (laughs) Uh, So like just wordlessly, I, I, I sort of make a a growly noise, restrain myself and and take a few steps away to like, look at the temple. (laughs) It, it looks really nice. There's pretty colors. There's like cushions to sit mm-hmm. on. Um, they're cooking food inside to feed each other. Simple joys. Uh, I think it's. I think it's time to go to that inn. Yeah, that 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 sounds good. Um, Sister Denial, are are you going to accompany us as our as our guide as we are here? <laughs> well, um. If you need a guide, I sort of hoped you would just... You can't just kill her. What? Wait, what? No, 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 no. Like, one of the... 
One of the, the central tenets of, of the Galatia's social justice knitting circle is keep everyone happy. And, you know, know that that is not always possible all the time, but I, you, you, you can't just start a, a, a discussion with a new community with killing their deity. All right. I was just hoping you would be taking more direct action, but I understand. Also, like, if she's a deity, like, do we know that we even could win in a fight? <laughs> that, like, I, I don't know. I didn't realize that you were asking for three paladins to fight a goddess. Like, that, that, that sounds like not quite fair <laughs> odds. If you wanted to, like, add another, like, 35 paladins from your order? Cassie definitely shares a look with <laughs> Gloria. <laughs> She's like, really? We didn't think that that's... I mean, I sort of shrug. I, I definitely thought we were here to rough people up. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I mean, conflict management make a lot of different views and perspectives, but... I, I bottom bottom line is I know we're all pretty buff and all, but like a <laughs> goddess and fifty followers against the three of us. I'm not convinced that she is a goddess. Wait, why not? Well, so far her abilities are convincing people that the mud in their river is worth selling even though it seems to be doing more harm than good. Um, and she smells nice, and she can float. Which, I think that probably, like, there's some sort of magic or technology that could make her float. I guess that does bring up some interesting questions of just, like, what is a goddess? Like, if if you're calling yourself a goddess and dozens of people are worshipping you, but that is, that is a very different thing than the kind of... Um, I guess being like immortal mm-hmm. and all that. I mean, that's. Do we have any way of contacting Lux here? Do I have like a pocket Lux or something? I think we discussed something <laughs> like that, how we wanted to be able to, but we didn't figure out what we wanted. Like if we had a, a, a an Apple Watch or something with <laughs> Lux in it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely can contact her in some way that I will encourage you to come up with right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I don't actually want to have a, this detailed conversation, um, but I'm going to use let's let's say a sending notebook, so I can write mm-hmm. something in a notebook, and it's gonna go to Lux, and I'm gonna write to them. Okay, Lux, discussions on metaphysics <laughs> of what makes a deity. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh god. There are 500. Toes. And and um and I'll have I'll have it uh be be uh read aloud to me this evening as I'm doing some knitting. All right. Uh Audible Lux is ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is there something else you're going to do? Um well, I would like to get cleaned up first, but maybe sneaky sneaky tonight. I would like to investigate Vanilla's like quarters or wherever she is staying 
um, and see if I can find more information because the main thing that people are not giving us here is information. <laughs> right before we head to the inn, I I want to um, attempt to to entice Sister Denial. I'm going to to say. Uh, uh, Sister Denial, it's it's been so great getting to to meet you and and know you over our travels today. I think there's still quite a lot that we could gain from each other. Um, would you be willing to join us in the inn um, for a, an an evening uh, as we gather our our plans and look at uh, what kinds of things we we might be able to do to address this conflict? Certainly, I'll bring my crochet. I, I, I'm trying to, to kind of, as I do this, um, uh, appeal to, to um, her physical or romantic sensibilities, and I am going to uh, make a roll plus heart, uh, which is eight. All right, you gain a string on them, on her. Well, if if you want to talk about it, I'm... It looks like you need a lot of help. I, I can crochet some hats. Um, that's That'll help you out, right? That will make us even for coming out here. Wow. Um, that would be a really big help. And I'm just realizing we never discussed any kind of payment for our services. But um, that's okay. We can just support each other. And I will really appreciate your help with, with, uh, um, with the hats. Uh, of course. Thanks so much. Wow. Um, I never thought that I could get along with a, a follower of Repressia this way. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that, that you're uh, enjoying our company, too. You're not what I thought you'd be. I'm fine with going straight into sneaking. That sounds good to me. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, Sister Denial is able to tell you that Vanilla is actually staying in this inn as well. She has taken the top floor. That is actually going to lend some more credence to, to your um, your idea that perhaps she is not a deity. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to keep my mind open to the possibilities, but it just seems a little odd that, like, a, a, a deity would just, you know, stay in the inn and not have any other better options for herself. She said something about uh, a cloud palace or something, right? When we met. So yeah. why not head back there for the night? <laughs> Do you want to just like wait till it's really late and sneak up to, to <laughs> sneak into the room of a sleeping goddess? I mean, I'm okay to do that. I'm, I, I have a, uh, playbook move called tracker that would allow me to do that but if you both would like to come there might be a better way to go about it like all together i'm not sure i think i might um maybe stay somewhere nearby like the lobby with Mm -hmm. my knitting and you can kind of like provide an alibi for you if you need to get out of there real quick uh, I can come with you. Yeah, that that sounds good. Uh, it's it's good to work with a partner, but all three of us going up there might be make a ruckus. <laughs> That's what um, I was thinking a little bit. Um. So how big? How big is this this 
in um, if it has a top floor? Is it like a three story? Is it very large? Uh, it's about three stories. Okay. I'm trying to figure out how to get a signal to Isadora uh, if, if things go belly up. Maybe my journal is connected as well. Okay. It'll take scribbling, but mm-hmm. that's yeah. Nice so uh, Lux will be reading me some <laughs> research materials and um, and will interrupt if there's any signal. The Merriam-Webster dictionary defines goddess. Starts <laughs> <laughs> as uh, the other two sneak out. So, what is your plan? First, I would like to sort of figure out ways in and out. Like, is there an elevator and stairs? Probably not three stories, but like what doors are there? Um, and are, are there any good hiding places in case we need to make a quick retreat? Um, and then I think we just sort of creep in there and see what we can figure out. <laughs> yeah. Most people use the stairs. There's also a a lift sort of on the outside for getting heavy things or uh, people with disabilities okay. up and down the stairs. The, there's a lot of windows, especially on the top floor. And there's just, there's sort of a, a front and a back door to it. So you can go down the staircase on either side of the hotel. Okay. So I think that probably it would be smart to uh, go in the back way, like take the, take the lift, maybe even like pretend that we're bringing something. Yeah. yeah, That makes sense. um, For, for one of the, yeah. (laughs) Like bring a room service card. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, and then uh, find a way in once we can get the lay of the land on the third floor. Let's do it. This would probably be defy danger. Okay. Jars are sort of catch-all move. Um, and you can decide which skill you're rolling with that. Ooh. It just sort of depends on how you are approaching this. I think that maybe since we're trying to be sneaky, it, it calls for grace, even though I'd much rather roll daring. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Do we both need a roll, or is it just one of us? How about you both roll? Okay. I got an eight. I got an eight as well. All right. Um, So you are uh, able to make it into the room. Um, As you are uh, moving towards the back door, you hear her leaving through the front. Shall we press on? Oh, absolutely. So Uh, there are um, a couple of rooms up here. The sort of room towards the front of the living area is more of like a sitting room and it is covered in a lot of these colorful vibrant fabrics it looks like somewhere where you'd have people come and meet with you there's Mm -hmm. a sort of throne like chair that has flowers uh, around it but in the back the other room uh, bedroom is a lot more messy you find um a lot of cosmetics and um, like hair dye and a magical pair of shoes. Magical Ooh. pair of shoes. <laughs> Can I roll to figure vanilla out? Like, 
uh, using my tracker ability. Basically, I'll roll with heart instead of wit, um, and I get a different list of questions. Oh, yeah. So I got an 11. Okay. The bonus question is, where did they go? I'd I'd really rather have, where did they come from? That's okay. That works. Okay. Um, Because you have all that that sort of information here, and they aren't, like, strict questions. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious where she came from, and I want to know how I could get her to. Well, what I really want is like for her to take more care of the places that she's moving through um, on her quest for <laughs> endless money. So how do, how could I get you to um, stop making such a mess of this town? I guess I like that because it's a lot uh, longer reaching than just mm-hmm. revealing herself here. Yeah. Alright. Uh, she looks like uh, she's come from a uh, town a couple of days from here. She does have travel clothes and uh, a lot of different clothes that would fit in um, in a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Um it looks like she has probably a couple different scams. You actually find some evidence that she was here prior to two weeks ago. Um, like a bulletin um, with notes scribbled on it. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps while she was getting information about the town to pull off this scam. Okay. And how to get her to stop. Something that would really make her feel the harm she's doing instead of something she's able to write off. Because I think she she's justifying what she's doing as this wouldn't work if they weren't greedy and I'm never going to see them again. It doesn't matter. But if she could, if it was somehow more real to her, she would have that compassion and understanding. Okay. Um, that sounds like a lot of information we got from like her journals and things. Yeah. Um, okay. And some of it's probably from Cassie too. Um, and Cassie interpreting what uh, she's seeing here. Oh yeah. There's that question I asked earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we might need to steal her shoes. Okay. Yeah. At, at least for starters. <laughs> it sounds like a good, a good way to start. It would, um, it would put other people a little bit at odds with her, I think, if suddenly she wasn't above, like, literally above them. <laughs> I, I want to ask, um, you said that, that she went out the front. Um, was she heading anywhere that, that uh, Isadora might encounter her? Uh, yeah, she is coming out the front door, Um She's smiling at people as she leaves. It looks like she's headed out um, to the temple or something. Okay, I'm going to try to um, intercept her and, uh, and delay her with a little bit more of a conversation. And as I'm uh, asking her some questions about herself, I'm actually really trying to show more interest um, and maybe even tease out a little bit of the possibility that um, that I could become a follower, but that I don't want to actually start at a, a, a new person level 
And, and with <laughs> all of this, I'm going to be rolling to entice her. At the end, I'm going to say, I, I think I have some uh, suitable skills that you might find very valuable. And uh, I might be more useful as a partner than as a follower. Uh, besides, I've never been with a goddess before. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, you have to bring the thirsty inside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I am going to roll plus heart, and my roll is five. all right so that's that's a downbeat yes all right so when do you become smitten this is a choice you can make and so you can say no Mm -hmm. but my offer is that you are now uh smitten with vanilla so this this could be the consequence of the downbeat yes yeah i will accept that and um and for my my playbook when i am smitten with someone I give them a string on me, and then I have to answer the question: How does pursuing them conflict with my, conflict with my devotion? Oh, and and I I I would say my devotion is to both the the social justice knitting circle in specifically and Galadia in general, and I I would expect that Galadia is not a jealous deity and that you could potentially seek out other deities as well. However, there's going to be a conflict if, if Vanilla is um, exploiting people or if Vanilla is uh, actually like seeing uh, Galadia as, as a bad deity to follow. And I think like specifically uh, I'm thinking to myself that um, like, okay, maybe this is someone who's trying to con everyone. I want to try and get in under her skin and find out more about what's going on and try to maybe, maybe potentially even redeem her, but just start by finding out more. But there's the downside. If I get in too deep and she doesn't change, uh, then that would be a really big problem for for who I am and and what I am committed to. Yeah, sort of uh, I can fix them mentality. Yeah, yeah. All right. So she does give you a beaming smile as as you approach her, and she definitely seems more open and warm with you um, when. The, the talk of becoming partners comes up. She uh, says, uh, this is probably something we should talk about in private. Uh, why don't you come back upstairs with me? Sure. Uh, that sounds like a good idea. And, um, and as we, uh, I, I, I say, let me just pack up my knitting. So I'm going to stall for time a little bit as I do that. And then... Um, once we start going upstairs, I'm going to like kind of purposely make some extra noise um, on the stairs. And when we're getting up to the door, I'll, I'll just loudly call out, wow, I've, I've never gotten to see the private chambers of a goddess before. (laughs) Oh, and and of course, as I was putting away my knitting, I quickly uh, jotted a note into my notebook to to signal uh, the other two that that uh, 
uh, I was going to be going upstairs with with Vanilla. <laughs> Time to hide. <laughs> uh, what are you two going to do? As you you definitely hear uh, Vanilla and um, Isadora coming up the stairs. Um, do, do we think we have time to flee or that we will have to hide? If you're quick, you can probably make it out. Okay. That's, that's my plan to dive back towards that back door, which sounds like defying danger. Yeah. This time I am going to roll daring because I feel like it definitely is a courageous move. Yeah. I got a nine. Um, how about Cassie? it's definitely that moment of just like, oh, okay, you're doing the thing, so I'm going to do that thing too. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to use Grace for this one, which is zero. (laughs) So I have bad news. (laughs) I roll a six. (laughs) Oh, Fred. I was going to say, can I spend a string, but I don't have any strings on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. You don't? I have a string on you, but that doesn't go both ways. Okay, got it. Actually, I, I'm in the hallway, but I do have a, a string that I can spend um, that I can use to add one to your role. And let's say maybe what I am doing Ooh. is is I'm like, you know, doing my best to signal you and um, and you can hear my voice coming down uh, and... Uh, Maybe I, I I hear a little bit of a noise uh, coming from inside the room, and I realize you're still in there. So I just uh, uh, fake a coughing fit, and and I, <laughs> oh, excuse me, I just I, I, I swallowed something down the wrong pipe, and and I'm coughing really loudly so that I can make a lot of noise, um, and also give you like an extra ten seconds. I think what is happening is like my foot gets stuck on something or like a bit of my outfit gets stuck on or snagged on something. And I need that extra 10 seconds to like un unattach myself uh, and, and, and scramble away. Uh, the, the success at a cost I'm going to give you is that you forget the shoes. In your oh no. Out of <laughs> Not the shoes. <laughs> Uh, but your the back door closes just as the front door opens. <sighs> that was not optimal. I, I wonder what um, I wonder what Isadora is up to. <laughs> so do I. So when when um, we get up there and I'm talking with Vanilla, um, like I'm clearly at this point actually becoming smitten. <laughs> what's what's my sense of her like it like you said she wants to talk more privately she is interested in having a partner because it gets a little tiring running these uh, scams on her own and she's seen how smart you are in the questions you've been asking her in front of people uh so she thinks you want in on the uh, action and um, is also fairly receptive to any um, romantic overtures as well. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so um, so when I get up there and uh, and it, and and she kind of indicates that she's open to um, working together, I'm gonna say, okay, I think we can do some pretty incredible things. I've figured out 
quite a bit about what's going on here, but before I can really get into this, I need to hear the whole story from you. Is that something that you can do? Yeah, I can I can tell you most of it. I uh, travel around um, and I just let people use their basic desires and make me money. The people here, they act like they don't care about money, but they're really into money. Um, and so I gave them a way to um, make money and give it to me. And uh, once it starts going bad, I'm just going to move on. What is your your bottom line here you're gonna get money but what motivates you why what do you do with the money when you have it i stop working scams until it runs out and this one's out actually working really well because they're paying me for the mud that's been blessed they're paying me to learn how to bless the mud and uh they aren't caring about all the pearls they're digging up in the process Okay, okay. So you just want a comfortable life where you don't need to worry about your your basic necessities. Well, I have a little bit of an expensive um, taste, but yeah. That's something that, that I, I... So here's the deal. I'm coming from a place where I'm noticing how good you are at motivating people. Uh, that's kind of an area I'm lacking in. I can get a lot done, and I'm very observant, but uh, I, I, I'm working a, a project of my own right now where I am uh, knitting hats, you may have noticed. And, uh, and, and I had a team of people, and we were all knitting hats together, but the work became too hard, and they gave up. I'm wondering if maybe we could bring our talents together um, and address our motivations, because I think there could be a pretty comfortable living for you at the, the Library of Galatria. And then if, if your needs and desires are all uh, met, then, then uh, perhaps some of the money could go towards the fundraising charity uh, projects that uh, the Galatia's social justice knitting circle is working on. It just seems like a really stuffy place. It's really all about the company you keep. And the one thing that would be radically different is that uh, right now it doesn't really seem like you're keeping any company. And that the only way that you can keep all of this going is by pretending to be someone who you're not. And that has got to be tiring. Yeah, there's a reason I get as much money to last me till I can, till I have to do a scam again. And that reason is that you need to recuperate after doing something like this? Yeah. Yeah. What if you didn't have to? It is tempting. Well... I'm not expecting to solve the entire conflict of this game in this conversation, um, but I feel like that's significant progress, and maybe I'll say, well, I am happy to be a temptation for you, and then um, fade to black as Isadora and uh, Vanilla stay in for the rest of the night. 
All right, so Isadora does not uh, come back to your room or rooms that night. Right. You get a note inviting you uh, up to Vanilla's room in the morning, uh, Cassie and Gloria. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. I like to think that this is in the form of some poor schmuck <laughs> who has to <laughs> invite us yeah. <laughs> themselves. I'll gladly go up. Yeah, definitely. I'm very curious. Same. <laughs> so when uh, poor schmuck uh, leads you into the room, she is sitting in her throne. But as, as soon as he leaves, <laughs> she gets down and is like, so I guess you figured me out. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, magic boots. We figured that out. I, I, I look at Cassie, like, nodding. Like, we figured that out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, in fairness, it's, it's not, you know, we're happy elsewhere, I think. So it was pretty easy to spot, but I, I might be being boastful. <laughs> yeah. So so you also see that I'm I'm still here after wondering where I was all night. <laughs> I think Cassie gives you like a, are you OK? Look, <laughs> I'm like Gloria gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, I actually um. We we didn't get a lot of sleep, but it was a lot more restful of a night. <laughs> Cassie, like, takes a second. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, I think the best way to resolve this um, little situation is you just tell the town that um, I'm headed to your town to bless it next and then we just leave with um, the pearls and the money um, and uh, live happily ever after. That's a good way for us to live happily ever after but if the town keeps doing this to themselves it's not exactly what we came here to do. Hmm. Yeah I mean I think one of the things that um kind of set up a, an impending crash as more and more people are are purchasing mud only because they think that they can sell it and uh, when suddenly there's no one left to buy the mud it's going to become worthless pretty quickly if we could head that off plus the ecological disaster in the river maybe you could tell them that uh, that that the mud is only magical for the first hundred thousand gallons, and you hit that. That's your cap. Uh, and and from now on, they should uh, do knitting for social justice causes. Yeah, that probably would make sense to them, and it'd give you more free time. Yeah, I don't <laughs> have much of that right now, but um, and and you know, I. I don't know about you two, but I think that if we go this route, we get we get vanilla to retire. We get the the environment to be better protected. We get the impending economic collapse to to kind of like hold itself together. If we get all of those things, I think I'm okay with you holding on to those pearls. <laughs> Gloria has this thoughtful look on their face. And then just says, "Can I fight some more lobsters on the way out?" <laughs> I'm with you on that. 
<laughs> sure. Sounds like a good resolution for us all. <laughs> yeah, I have lobster for days. <laughs> they might ask you back to help them with their lobster problem in the future, actually. <laughs> They're very impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, in the spring, there's uh, geysers of flame. Oh. Oh, I'll be back for that. (laughs) Do you not have, like, a cookout tradition around that? I feel like that, anyway, maybe I'm just, yeah, look into it. (laughs) We can bring barbecue to Muddy River. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. All right, well. Great job. We, we got thirsty sword and lesbians in there. So we won the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Lobster fighting is incredible and I love it. <laughs> um, so please keep your eye out on Evil Hat for this game uh, to come out. Hope I think it's coming out this fall. I know they're done with beta testing. Look. Out for Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh. So, my name is Megan. I've been your GM. You can find me on Twitter at QAM247. And you can find pretty much all my podcast stuff at TRF Podcast. Um, my name is Theron, and you can find all of my podcast stuff and other projects at workzone.com. I'm Palomi. You can find me at Palomi SP and also at a Courier Call on Twitter. And I'm Toby Hillmeyer. You can find me on Twitter at TobyTastic. Uh, you can also find the Writing Alchemy podcast at writingalchemy.net. Uh, you can find out more about my upcoming anthology at tobyhillmeyer.com. And you can find out more about my own social justice work at genderjusticeleague.org. Can people commission you to make them hats for their familiars? <laughs> uh, we are working on various kinds of fundraising for Gender Justice League, <laughs> but some kinds of fundraising are actually a, a little bit more work than they're worth. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter and use the hashtag PodMonth2020. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.